Hello, and welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast. I'm Sherry McConnell from A Quilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And today's episode is airing on January 9th, 2023. 2023. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. So another another new year. And we are actually taping this just a few days before this is going to air. Yeah. So it really is the new year. It really is the new year. And also, we haven't taped a podcast for a while. Yeah. We got ahead and then we had the live stream and then the, the outtakes. The outtakes. The right. outtake took a little break. Yeah. So. so this feels good just to be back. And yeah, and we hope everyone had like a wonderful Christmas break and, and a new year and, and holiday season. Yeah. And yeah. So, okay. Well, first, we're just going to talk just a minute about Cozy Earth. We are continuing to work with them and love to be able to offer you discounts on their wonderful project products. The code for right now is Quilting Life, again, as it has been, and it's for 35% off the entire website. And you'll have to check them out. They have a lot of new products that they added. Yeah, just they released new things recently. Yeah. And we have personally used the sheets and the pajamas, and we love them. They are viscose made from bamboo, and they are soft and cooling and they have a wonderful guarantee that if you're not satisfied with them that you can return them so check out our friends from cozy earth and all of their wonderful products have you guys used them throughout the whole this whole last month like the pajamas are still pajamas doing the job wonderful the pajamas are wonderful (laughs) yeah i yes my review is a-okay yeah. on the pajamas yeah. and the sheets too. The sheets I've had too. the sheets for a while though. Yeah. So it was really fun trying a different product. Right. And I loved that they felt the same as the sheets. Right. So they yeah. were great. Great quality, wash up yeah. great. So yeah, super happy. Okay, I'm going to turn it over to Chelsea. She has today's quilt. I have today's quilts. So I kind of have a couple of things on the wall. We have friendly blooms. And I wanted to put this one up here because sin- sincerely, and it's not sincerely yours. That's what's on the table. Simply delightful. Sin- thank you. <laughs> the yeses, guys. The yeses. Simply delightful will be, it's, it hasn't shipped yet, but I put this up here because it will be shipping soon. So this is Friendly Blooms. It's jelly roll friendly. So cute with the patchwork yeah. and the flowers. Mom likes this one. I know she does. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's super cute. So there's that. And then on the table, I have Afterglow. And this is actually my $5 pattern of the month this month. But this is Fat Eighth Friendly and is made with our Sincerely Yours fabric collection. So I have this one. But I also wanted to share with you guys, I have a second quilt draped over the table. Billy can put up a picture. This is the Be Mine quilt. And we did a series of videos, if you bought the pattern, that helped go over the process of making the blocks. It's four different block styles. It's a skills builder quilt. And I just wanted to share that it's been exactly one year since we started those videos. So you can still find those videos on YouTube. 
to watch if you're interested in making this. You got to get that quilted. Oh my goodness. I knew you were going <laughs> to say something. You knew I was going to say You guys, I have... I thought about not saying it. I, <laughs> because that was actually... It was so much work to do these videos. And it was so much fun. But I think after we were done filming, I literally folded it up and put it in the closet, which I should have never done. I should have taken it directly to Val or Marion. Yeah. But... Well, and we were probably right oh into goodness. the next fabric collection yeah. at that point too. so i knew mom was going to mention that it wasn't <laughs> quilted it is not quilted so this will hold me accountable <laughs> yeah well you know i know you have another quilt that needs to be quilted oh that's goodness. finished with favorite yeah. things i think you need to just bring that and the backing and this and, and just leave them here and the next time i you head go in because i'll probably see them before you <laughs> right i'm doing i'm gonna bring them to you and today that, yeah Unless, Do you want me to? Uh, yeah, unless you're going, you know, you're going that way and want to drop them off. I have but. Be Mine and Blissful is one of my new favorite things, yeah. quilts. That's adorable. And But I'll have a third one this week ready oh, to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Friendly Blooms on the Wall, Jelly Roll Friendly, Afterglow is a $5 pattern for the month of January, Fat Eighth Friendly, and the Be Mine is on the table as well. This is Fat Quarter Friendly. Lots of fun. You can mix and match your fat quarters. So. Oh, yeah. And if shop owners, if if your shop wants to kit this, there are still fabrics available at Moda for these quilts. That's why I have these on the table as well. Right. So. I should mention, too, the quilt behind Chelsea is Rainbow Prisms. It's on the cover of the current issue of so American exciting. Patchwork and Quilting. Yes. And like Chelsea said, that it's simply delightful and that fabric will be shipping really soon. So if you have that magazine, that's where you have to go to get the pattern. Yeah. And, and we'll have a specific fabrics. date for you soon. We always kind of get a heads up when it's shipping. We're excited. I'm expecting right. fabrics for that. I'm yeah. so excited about it. Yes. Very much looking forward to that. Those are the quilts, y'all. <laughs> okay. Everything will be linked to Billy will have it all up. So. Yeah. And so we're just going to start out. Can I start with my books? I, I actually, I hope this is okay. I actually do get a lot of emails from people who say that they like my book mentions and that they think that I should put a book section on my blog, which I do try to add in a book or two on my Saturday posts that are lifestyle. You should do a whole post yeah. because... I read so much that I go to people's websites like, oh, what reading order? Give me a review on right. this book. I have a couple girls that I follow on Instagram that give the best reviews. You should do a whole post on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm actually kind of doing that right now. I'm going through everything that I read in 22 and kind of ordering it. So, uh, But these are all really recent finds. So first one is Happier Hour by Cassie Holmes, PhD. She's a professor at UCLA. And she actually has a course. The course came first. This book is is came after the course. And it call, kind of follows the lines of, oh, there's another book I read, How to Design Your Life by some Stanford professors. I can't remember their names right now, but I used to use that book when I was teaching English. Uh, I used to recommend it to my students. But she kind of took their idea. And then there's another kind of happiness course. I think it might be at Princeton, but, and she kind of developed her own course, but there's lots of research in this book, but she just blends it beautifully with practical examples. And I really did start this right before Christmas. I read it in about three days, right over Christmas weekend and got lots of great helpful ideas from that. 
And then this one is called Meditations for Women Who Do Too Much. And there is a just a page a day that you oh, read. I love those type of books. And apparently it's an older book that's been republished a couple of times, but I never, maybe I never thought I was doing too much when it first came out. But it, I'm doing too much. It's been re-updated re-upt- and I, I really like it. They're just like simple thoughts, few things to think about. And I really like that. This one I'm almost done with. And I started it right after Happier Hour, and it's called The Power of Habit, Why Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business by Charles Duhigg. And again, really research-driven, but he tells the stories so that it's not like you're reading statistics. I just have really enjoyed this book and all of the different stories from history in here where he that he uses to show how much our habits influence us. And it really does start making you think. I'm right at the end where he's going to tie it all together, so I'm super excited. But it really makes me think about what I'm doing and how to incorporate better habits into my life. Um, Atomic Habits by James Clear is really good too, but phenomenal books that I've been reading. We'll have those all linked for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have 16 books linked. Yeah, yeah. Just from Amazon, I'm guessing, right? Yes, yeah. I got them all. Well, yeah. what's funny is I walked into Barnes & Noble, I told mom last week, and yeah. that book, I saw her reading it over Christmas. Uh-huh. That book was like, there was a whole table of just that book. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I sent yeah. my mom a picture. I'm like, there it is. Yeah, You're on top of it, mom. Yeah, <laughs> Finding all the good books. Yeah, no, really, really happy. I have, uh, in fact, if you go in my room right now, I have this whole pile of books spread out on the floor because... I'm trying to get them all into my book journal, a couple of my main takeaways from everything I read over the year. Do you like star them? Do you like do like a three star yes. or a five star? Yeah. Ah, a book journal. Do you have one? Yes. It's by the modern Mrs. Darcy, Anne Bogell. She has a great book journal. So I've, And I've been trying to do that so that I can uh, also uh, do that blog post yeah. and also because... There were two books that I purchased twice this year, <gasps> and so I was oh, no. just like, "I've got to, I've got to get everything in this journal so I don't do that again." You <laughs> so. guys, she tells you she has these books scattered on the floor. Let me tell you, she has a cart, a two-tier <laughs> cart with books stacked on it right next to her bed. And I walked in the other day. I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> where do you find the time? Because you're also quilting a million things and doing other things. So yeah, no, dad's grandma would probably have a fit if she saw how I was using her beautiful wooden tea cart. (laughs) So what are you doing? The teacups aren't on there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, where do we go next? Listener quilts? (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you guys don't have... I was excited about this. Do you have anything... I think you already mentioned your no, yeah. last year so long. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are- oh, the block of the month. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, so cute, by the way. Six inch finished. I'm sewing along in favorite things. <gasps> you guys, favorite things. 12 inch finished. The patterns also show Simply Delightful. I thought that would be really oh, good since that's going to be available sooner that than this. Right. So it seems to be... Well loved so far. If you're not yet following along, we have changed the day that we release the patterns. It will be the first Monday of each month. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, so just... far, it's off to the January block of the month is off to a really great start. Probably the best one we've seen. It, well, it is the best start that we've seen in the last two years. So yeah. hopefully, um, I, I mean, that's typical because January people are starting new things. Right. Maybe not everyone makes it to the finish line on time, but it's good to see a lot of people joining in right now. Yeah. I've seen blocks on the Facebook group and they, they're so cute. Everyone's yeah. already posting them. Yeah. And I also am just loving seeing all of the 2022 finishes finishes i didn't even think about that i've seen those on there too yeah some really creative things that people have done with scrappy borders or making two of every block and i saw a sampler on there where they did a whole row of the same blocks Uh, from our home for the holiday sampler so cute i loved that too we really appreciate all of you sharing everything in the group and to keep sharing (laughs) so all right and then I will, yeah, I'll share some of the listener quilts. Okay. Um, we wanted to, because we know it's past past the holiday season now and past New Year, but several episodes ago, we asked, um, you know, for people to share any holiday quilts from, from other holidays outside of Christmas, and we just wanted to put up a couple more because we got them after we recorded those other, uh, th- that podcast where I shared some Hanukkah quilts. So real quick, I just want to, I'll share this one real here and read the email. I just caught up on your latest podcast as you shared Christmas quilt projects. You asked about other holiday quilt projects. My husband's family is Jewish and celebrates Hanukkah. I have made some pieces for his family, including Hanukkah lap quilts and small table runners for under the menorah to catch any candle drips. Mm. Here is one of the pieces that I made for my mother-in-law. It's a centerpiece for her round table featuring a Star of David. It comes out every year around the holidays. I have to admit, I have no idea on the fabric. Uh, they're just scraps I picked up from a local quilt shop. I designed the pattern myself, but interlocking triangles are a common motif in Jewish design. Thanks for sharing and inspiring on your podcast, blog, and YouTube channel. And yeah, that's from Lynn. I love that. Okay, yeah. So I'll have that popped up here so everyone can see it looks really nice. And then I had one more. And again, this was how I was listening to one of your recent podcasts when you asked for photos of holidays, holiday quilts. I'm a relatively new quilter myself. This quilt was made for me by an experienced quilter and a very dear patient. I'm a nurse practitioner in Canada. Um, she moved out of our area shortly after she gave this to me. I display it with pride and very fond memories every Hanukkah. I was able to connect with her through Facebook Messenger and have received permission to share it with you. The menorah is meticulously appliqued. I I am awed by the way she was able to do the flames. The quilt is machine quilted and is about 24 by 28 inches. She included a hanging sleeve, but I prefer to lay it uh, lay it in front and center on my coffee table. Thanks for the opportunity to share this special uh, gift with you. And that's from Diane. Um, oh, and she also said, P.S. I, I really enjoy listening to your podcast when I drive from Canada to our vacation home in Florida. I've recently checked out your website and I can't wait to start watching um, your videos. Ooh, so that's, you, that's a really cool yeah. piece there as well. Love yeah. that. And, and I know you've seen them because you emailed those to me. But Yeah, we, we received so many wonderful emails. We appreciate it so much. And I, I read them and forward them to Billy. And so... <laughs> Really, really appreciate those. Yeah, so we want to make sure that we got those up uh, before, you know, shortly after the holiday right, season. And, right. But we'll have more listener quilts to be sharing throughout the year this year. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. And then I also, I got to ask you guys, so did you guys watch the outtakes bloopers? I did. Episode? Yes. Okay. So did. <laughs> what did you guys think about it? What do you, how did you feel about it, mom? Oh, I liked it. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was a little worried. So, And that's what I was wondering because you guys were both a little nervous, nervous. about it and yeah. you hadn't even seen it yet. So, I feel like there are more embarrassing things you could have put in the video that you didn't. So thank you. <laughs> well, so. I was, I just was like, I, I was embarrassed. I talked about Pride and Prejudice so much. Uh, yeah. And my husband was sitting there watching it with me and he was like, why are you talking about me? Like, like he's like relating him to Mr. Darcy and stuff. But no, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. I, it's sometimes awkward to watch yourself like mess up and stuff and have those awkward moments. But yeah. I hope people enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. And also just on the Mr. Darcy topic, somebody else that I follow, it's actually Laura Vanderkam, time management guru, expert, everything. She has a reading goal every year, and one year it was read all the works of Shakespeare. One year it was read everything, warm, read War and Peace. Anyway, this year she's reading all the works of Jane Austen, and she does the math and she breaks it down day by day. So you can read everything by Jane Austen in one year if you read ten pages a day. That's amazing. That is so doable. I'm thinking yes. of just doing the six major novels, not the Juvenalia and the things that were you know posthumously published and stuff yeah. like that but i'm thinking of just once i get through this book organization project starting the that novels you'll do it. yeah and well i'll bring your pride and prejudice back yes please do i, I have it <laughs> okay clearly i found it and took it from you yeah i was just gonna say like a lot of people were were you know, we're commenting about the whole Pride and Prejudice <laughs> and how much you liked it. And yeah. some, if you go through the comments, I, I don't know if you have, yeah, some people have, have commented about that. And said, I read them the first things. day, but then there's always like more added. More, right. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, over the last couple of weeks, I haven't, we haven't really responded to a lot of comments. We, we sort of took a little time off from all that over the holidays. So we could go back and and try yeah. to respond to some yeah. of these. Yeah, I get think. back to that. I did see one person was like, "Don't worry, Chelsea, I got you. I know little John." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, thank oh. you. I saw that I think one. I saw that yeah, one too. That one was really was yeah. really good." Yeah, and then someone said, "I can tell Billy really doesn't like holding up quilts." And <laughs> I mean, I'm <gasps> fine doing it, but if it, it I mean, gets it's, tiring. It, it gets your shoulders. Yeah. It gives your shoulders a good workout. And I even know dad looked, too. In the one yeah. he like left, he was so grumpy like, about I'm it. I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. So we can we that we do fun. it. We can we can put up with that for for the time being. But yeah, so we had that. We had the live stream that that went well, and um, yeah. So we're that that was a good end of the year and right. we're moving on to to the next to 2023 now. Yep. So. Okay. So well, with that, I mean, that that's what we're, where we're going to start today is one of the topics that we didn't finish in the last full episode that we did. And we said then that we're going to move that to the first episode of 2023. And so the that topic was, and I, I think it's appropriate for the beginning of the year, is that for you guys to imagine if you were becoming a brand new quilter. So taking up quilting for the first time ever. And so what do you what do you guys think are some reasonable goals that a brand new quilter, which it's 
the beginning of the year, that's when people like to pick up new hobbies. So there are a lot of people that are probably just now starting, joining in on the block of the month or trying to, you know, make their first projects. So what are some of the things that, you know, if you were a brand new quilter, what would you want to achieve in that first year of quilting? Yeah, it's such a great yeah. question. And I love this topic. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like we have quilters of all levels that listen and watch, but I feel like I am constantly getting emails, especially just recently with the release of the January block of the month pattern. This is my first time doing a block of the month. This is, I'm just joining in for the, you know, and I think feel like there are a lot of people joining in all the time. So it's been, this is a very great question. And I think for myself, a block of the month really was what moved my skills forward. So I would say that is should definitely be on the list is to participate in a block of the month. I think we could go down the line and say make nine patches or make four patches or make all of these simple quilts and those are all great, but if you can get a basic block of the month program to sign up for, uh, for a free one like ours or one through your local quilt shop where they get give you little fabric packets. I just think that's a really great goal for a new quilter. When I read the topic, that's actually the first thing I thought of because I had started to see on the Facebook group people posting your block of the month and I hadn't seen it yet. So I thought the block was really cute. And that was actually my first thought was if I were a new quilter starting today, if someone had an organized block of the month, that is something I would feel so comfortable with because you sometimes have sew alongs like social lights, for example, that are every, every Friday that might seem a little bit more daunting. If it's just a block of the month, right. you have one to make per month. Right. And you're not stressing yourself out about it and you're still developing and learning new quilting skills because each block is going to be different, which is exciting. It's not the same thing every single month. And that's what I thought too. I thought that's, the opposite of what I did. Yeah. And I was kind of going to share that too, is when I really decided, okay, I, I actually want to quilt. I'm intrigued by this. I think this is going to be great. I went through mom's patterns and I picked a star one out. I can't even remember what it was. And I grabbed some fig tree and co Christmas <laughs> fabrics. It was the, and this is what was even more interesting is I finished the quilt New Year's Eve. So this was like all coming back to me. But I went full force into a quilt and I had corners cut off and I had, I was frustrated and kind of stressed. And so I just kind of went for it. But I wish yeah. I would have started out as a block of the month and kind of taken it slow. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to quilt whatever, anything I can get my hands on, I'm going to make a quilt out of it. Yeah. And that's what I did. But I kind of wish I would have slowed it down and done something like that. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know, I guess everybody has a different journey when they're starting. I, I look back and I did, I did several block of the months from the Christmas goose quilt shop in Las Vegas. It was easy to get to. And sometimes I would go in with friends to pick up the block and she, she always picked something really fun every year. Andrea did. And I learned so much by doing that. I, yeah. If I hadn't started doing those block of the months, I really don't know 
if I would have ever branched out like I did. It's, it gave no. me the confidence. She made 30 double Irish chain <laughs> quilts. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Stuck with what she knew, guys. <laughs> yeah. And even looking back at some of those older quilts, some of them are just terrible. I, I didn't oh, don't do remind a great me. job on those blocks, but they, you know, I just kept going. And, and I think also if you either get the fabrics from your quilt shop or follow, copy somebody else's, it, it starts giving you that practice putting fabrics together. Yeah. So which is a, an important part of the process. It is. It really is. And the more you do that, the more it just becomes a part of you, I yeah. think. So it's also great too, if you're beginning and starting out, if you have someone who has like YouTube videos, because some people also need to see that visual right. and have them talk you through it. So that's kind of what's nice about today is when you started quilting, there wasn't YouTube, right? Right. right. And today, <laughs> if I'm you're- that yeah. Old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet was barely around. <laughs> but, but no, that's what's so awesome about if you are like, I'm going to get into quilting, I'm going right. to start right now. You can find anything on YouTube. Yeah. Step-by-step process that kind of gives you that visual. And, yeah. And I had that. Right. But mom didn't have that, so yeah, probably taking classes was the next best thing. You're right, it was, and and I couldn't always do that. With, you know, I was busy with, with my with family, young kids. and you guys were all so busy with all so many activities, and so block of the month was perfect because I could do that. Yeah, I could make a block every month and then work on other simple things in the meantime. More Irish double Irish <laughs> chains and <laughs> on the stuff. weekend she's on the just weekend. sewing. <laughs> Yeah. Her double Irish chain quilts. Yeah. But do you think that's actually maybe another suggestion you could give to beginner quilters is make something and make it over and over and over again? Because I know that's what you did and there's not a lot of variety in it, but did that allow you to get more precise with your actual sewing skills doing the same thing over and over? Yeah. I mean, I, I was obviously sewing just, just a lot of straight seams for those yeah. uh, squares never and rectangles stop about this. and it was strip piece so yeah it was it was good to do that I, I've seen it both ways I've seen people just really methodically I, I know Val who does quilting for us she has a quilters class beginner quilters class that she's taught for several years and she kind of moves them through and uh, a lot of those women will just continue to take classes from her and that get more difficult and more difficult. And that's great too. But I did have one student, I should mention this. One time I had a complete brand new beginner student and she's actually Cindy Cloward's daughter-in-law of the owner of Riley Blake. She is. Yes, Cammie. And she's cute. So she had never made a quilt before and she was wanting to make my Mahalo Oh, I remember this story. In a smaller version as a baby quilt, she was expecting, and she took this class from me. And that's not a beginner quilt. It's it's an advanced intermediate quilt. So, but she was willing to do it, and she just paid such close attention. And then, of course, she had Cindy to help her with it when she went home. You know, it was a three- or four-hour class, but... I believe the next year at that retreat, it, she either, or maybe it was at Quilt Market, I ran into Cindy and she said, Cammie finished the quilt, you know, and showed me a picture of it. And it was just 
beautiful that and a yeah. very first time beginner quilter made a pretty difficult quilt. So yeah. if you have help, you can. Yeah, you can do anything. You can do it. Anything. You can do it. Yeah. You can do anything you yeah. put your mind to. Right. So <laughs> I remember you coming home and telling me that. Though. Yeah. You're like, I am so impressed. Yeah. Like, this is great. Yeah. So because a, a, that quilt, you know, it, it's difficult to get everything to work together. So I also think if you're just new starting out, there's there's kind of this building process anyways. You start out, you have your sewing machine, you have your fabrics, you have your thread, your rotary. And as you are doing more quilts, hey, there might be a new ruler that's going to help make this quilt easier. And I feel like that's like the process of it too, is you're just kind of building this whole journey as you go. Right. And yeah, you're just acquiring yeah. new tools that can help make it easier and you're developing new skills and... Just yeah. there's always something new in quilting I was thinking about. Like you're never done learning. You're right. never done – like even uh, the blockheads. Yeah. I did learned a new technique, and at the end of it, my family was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, no, I just learned this new amazing way, and it, I ended up with eight flying geese after yeah. I did it or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. I think it's really important too if you're a beginner just to really get to know your machine well too. Don't I feel like that's yes. a roadblock for a lot of people. Maybe their machine isn't working well or they have the, the wrong tension pedal. issues or <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that should probably be your number one goal if you're just starting out is to, you know, get to know your machine or get your machine serviced if it's not because it's so frustrating to do all the work and then have the tension wrong or yeah so just really like start out with and I think it was hard to get sewing machines worked on for a while things were crazy yes but I think now things have slowed down I need to take mine in I've made please take mine with you <laughs> quilts this year and it needs I didn't I usually take it in in August and I didn't get it in so I've really got to I might take it in. I might do it tomorrow. Who knows? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> ambitious. Guess, so. but, but you're not wrong yeah. because there is nothing worse than like you have your sewing machine and all of a sudden you're like, what's that sound? Yeah. What 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 is that little clanking sound? What's right. going on? Yeah. And not knowing or like I remember the first time I realized it's good to like oil your machine. Like, guys, I have so many horror stories <laughs> or I was trying to get the thread thing out of my juki and I'm right. like, it's stuck. It won't come out. I did something wrong. I didn't realize I hadn't lifted the needle up. Oh. The needle was still down. I'm like yanking. <laughs> I, have, I had a bent needle because I was just ripping the thread thing out. And I'm like, it's stuck. I've ruined my machine. Yeah. And I'm like, Chelsea, <laughs> what have you done? Guys, so many horror stories. Yeah. We're well, getting there. We're getting there. At least there. I have the juki for backup now. If, if they need now me to I leave can, mine, yeah. I, can, I can sew on the juki. But see, now so. I'm a juki pro, so I can help you with yes, your yes. juki. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts? Well, I had. I was going to propose oh, something else to okay. you then. So, like, Chelsea, you have a, a daughter who you've talked about in the past, maybe starting to get into sewing or quilting. So because we're talking about Brent, like, how would you go about as a mother introducing everything to her what are some what are some things you would teach her first in order for her or you too mom I mean she's a granddaughter so you could help as well yeah what are the most important things to teach you know a young girl or, for her or anyone? age I absolutely would start out saying get squares together and start nine sewing patch. nine patches or four yeah. patches 100 yeah. percent 
that's what I would do. And I think you would say the same. Oh, definitely. Just to get her in the feel and the flow of actually sewing and yeah. running out of a bobbin and what to do. And, right. and you, she could have a quilt made up so quick. Yeah. I, I fact, think that would be the best. Yeah. Has she That's, asked about oh, that recently? We got to get her yes. going. So she has wanted a body stand for years. She wants to be, <laughs> guys, I've said it before. She wants to be a fashion designer. Yeah. But this year she has a cute little friend that got her. Oh, mom so knows. cute. This sketchbook that already has the body outlined and Ashton has been designing these outfits. And they at first, they are amazing. They're amazing. So I, you're they're not joking. No, they're she incredible. She has been showing me these outfits that she has been coming up with, and I'm in. I'm actually impressed. And so she shows my mom. I'm like, I wonder what my mom's going to think. She has a real knack for it. She really does. And the thing is, I so don't funny have because a knack for that. She's been. Remember when Candace was pregnant with Aubrey? She yes. was going to make a a dress for and how old was she then so little so she would have only been four yeah right because and she already makes clothes for her little dolls and aubrey's seven or yes yeah. yeah so they're four, years, about four, four years. years apart yeah. she she was gonna make a dress for her uh, yeah. i mean she's liked fashion design forever. for a long time yeah so, and but we're kind of like <laughs> getting yeah. off topic but but yeah, she. We got to get her sewing, sewing some squares together. Yeah. Yes, she can make a plaid little skirt or whatever. Yes. I don't know. She she is so funny. She needs to start sewing. Yeah. So just squares, and then, we, like our small. Would would you also recommend small projects before doing a full size quilt, like doing a mini quilt or wall hanging or yeah, I things love like that. Yeah, I mean table runners. Yeah. Table toppers, pillows, things like that. That. Give you a sense she, of accomplishment. She could watch your pillowcase video, Billy. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that's, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you I did. made a pillowcase. Yeah. And, and Billy I, can do it. And I use it, and the yeah. seams are all crooked and everything, but no. I actually, yeah. and I've, you know, I've mentioned this multiple times here recently, but I need to get back on it and try to figure something else out too, so. Yeah. To do, but. Yeah. No, small projects, simple projects. There is a pattern. I think it might be one of the best-selling patterns of all time. It's called Yellow Brick Road, and it's best-selling for a reason. Yeah. It's simple squares and rectangles just put together I also in have ways. three quilts mom made like that, everyone. <laughs> yeah. FYI. I made a lot of those, too. She's, she was moving on from Double Irish Chain yeah. to go to the... <laughs> yeah. But but uh, that's why I like in this question that it says, oh, is it more important to work on different sewing skills rather than tackle projects right away? Yeah. That's, you're starting out doing those basics so that you can tackle those projects. Right. And I do think that's what makes small successes are going to build confidence. Right. You don't need to look at this huge, like the Mahalo thing. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. But if you're starting out small and you're getting those little small victories and small successes, that's going to build your confidence so that you're going to want. Because I have had people email me, I put this aside because I'm struggling with, with this or this or this. And you can, that's okay too. Yeah. But you do want to kind of build that confidence and make something right and feel like you're accomplishing something. Right. Which also goes back Definitely. to why I think the block of the month is so important because yeah. You're accomplishing something every single month so that you can have a completed finish at the end of the year. Right. 
which feels good. Yeah. I'm sure all the people that are posting on Facebook feel amazing about their quilt finishes. Oh, yeah. And also, when I read this topic, it is never too late to start quilting at all. Please don't ever feel that way. I don't care if you're 20 or 10 years old or 40 years old. You're not, you're never too oh, yeah. old. I, I get emails all the time. Uh, it's really common to start in your 50s and your 60s. Yes. But I get emails too from women who are in their 70s and 80s and are just starting. Yeah. And they're so excited about it. Yeah. They finally have the time. Yeah. They've retired. They finally have the time to spend with this. And those are my favorite I think it's emails. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get an email from someone that says, This is my very first quilt. And right. I'm like cheering them on. So yeah. excited that they're starting this because I know they're going to fall in love with it. Right. Yeah. And I think also just to just right here at the end, just to kind of move it to more intermediate or to advanced quilters, I think you can do the same thing too. You know, you can do a block of the month or maybe purchase a sampler quilt pattern that's a, a step above where you usually your normal comfort level yeah you know to kind of increase your skills too totally or try something that's advanced and see if you like it or not there you know like curves chelsea right <laughs> someday i think i think we can all benefit from kind of these same text techniques for a brand new quilter also work for other levels of quilters yeah. to move their skills forward. We all start somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't start till after my third child was born, so. But yeah, you're way ahead of the game now, so. Yeah, totally. Okay. I love it. I loved that topic. I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, so we actually have two more episodes this month because there will be five Mondays. Mondays. So please start sending in those listener questions. We so excited though that we have a listener question in January. Yeah, the fifth start Monday. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll be back in two weeks, but then a week after that will be that listener question. Yes. So um, yeah, send so in next episode will be the 23rd and then the 30th will be yeah. that listener. Right. So yeah. please send in the questions. If you DM us, if you put them on the YouTube with a cue, like Billy said, it's easy for us to find them, yeah, right? Yeah, or just, or just question yeah. underneath this. We And we do have a bank still of some other ones that we didn't answer last time, but we got to right. we'll keep 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 it full but yeah. yeah but i think we are going to try to tape those two episodes the same day so yeah if you could get them soon get them sent then we'll probably tape them probably we'll have the that listener question episode taped before uh, you would get a chance to send them in after the next episode yes. so yeah. yeah okay i think that's all for today yeah. does anybody have anything else no just the next episode is January 23rd, and we are looking forward to a wonderful 2023. We have exciting things. Just around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> How many months yeah. till March? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so. But we hint, are. Hint. A hint. Mom <laughs> cannot stop with the hints. We, Sorry. I will say this. We have some amazing fabric lines coming this year. Really fun things. We hope amazing things for the podcast again this year. So we're just so grateful that everyone is here. Yeah. Thanks so much for stopping by. Bye.